Yesterday, we started breaking down the defenseman for the Columbus Blue Jackets this season, and uh, we're continuing that today. We're talking about Scott Harrington, currently unsigned. Is there a chance the Blue Jackets bring him back on a cheap deal? Should there be more players like Scott Harrington in the NHL? And uh, does he have a future with the team if he does get re-signed? Let's uh, talk about all that and more on today's Locked on Blue Jackets. Locked on Blue Jackets, your daily podcast on the Columbus Blue Jackets. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello and welcome to Locked On Blue Jackets. We're part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Before we get started, I want to thank everyone for making this your first listen of the day every day. Locked on Blue Jackets is free and available on all podcast platforms and also over on YouTube. So if you haven't hit subscribe over there, then uh, feel free to go and do so. I appreciate you if you do that. I appreciate you if you don't do that, but I will appreciate you just a little bit more if you do. Uh, I am Jay Foster. I am your host, uh, here to bring you the trials, the tribulations, the joys, the excitements, the good, the bad, the everything in between of your favorite team and mine, the Columbus Blue Jackets, and uh, maybe the most in-betweeniest of all of the Blue Jackets uh, for the past few seasons, Scott Harrington. And that's who we're going to be talking about today. We're going to be looking at his season uh, with the Blue Jackets. We'll take a quick look at his season with the Cleveland Monsters as well. And uh, he hasn't been signed, so we'll take a look at uh, if he does get re-signed, then what happens? Does he end up in the AHL? Does he play the role he's played for the Blue Jackets for the last few years and what exactly is that role and why is it so important we're talking about all of this so let's uh let's kick things off Scott Harrington has been playing a very specific role for the Blue Jackets the past few years and honestly I think he's been doing pretty pretty good at it even though it's not a a super common role I don't think. Um, Scott Harrington is essentially the permanent seventh defenseman. What I've noticed is a lot of teams tend to mix it around and sometimes they'll roll, you know, seven or eight defensemen throughout a season uh, and, you know, the bottom pairing I'll get swapped out in and out uh, quite often. What the Blue Jackets have kind of done with Scott Harrington is he's been their go-to seventh defenseman for a pretty long time now. Um, and so what he's been doing is sitting on the bench or sitting in the press box and uh, practicing with the team. And uh, if anyone is injured or they want to healthy scratch someone to, you know, give them a different look at the game or whatever nonsense they decide to help scratch someone for, Scott Harrington jumps in. Uh, and, you know, he hasn't played a lot the past few seasons. Uh, last season, he only played seven games with the Blue Jackets. He did play 50 games with the Cleveland Monsters. We'll get into that in a minute. The season before that, he played 12 games. The season before that, 39. Uh, and then the season before that, he actually uh, played almost all of the games. He played 73 games in the 18-19 season, where he also got his uh, career high in points of 17. So um, not super... Offensively minded, uh, Scott Harrington is definitely more of a defensive stay-at-home guy and also is a guy that, honestly, I feel like is a guy that, um, and we've talked about this before with goalies, is this idea of two types of goalies. Uh, there are goalies where the more they play, the better they get. And there are goalies who don't do that. Um, you know, you get some goalies who the more, like the less they play, they're good at, you know, the the career backups. Um, I always compare, you know, you know, Skopasalo, who's a guy that 
plays better the more he plays versus a guy like Curtis McElhaney, who was the backup before him, uh, who was a very good backup and who could reliably play, you know, maybe 15 to 20 games a season, maybe upwards, you know, close to 30 and still be fine for the Blue Jackets. And Scott Harrington is never going to be a permanent addition to an NHL lineup, I don't think. Um, what he is is fine. Uh, and honestly, that's all the Blue Jackets needed him to be the past few seasons. Um, this season, there was kind of a weird logjam on a young defenseman that they wanted to take a look at. So um, they had Gabriel Carlson, they had Dean Kuka, and they had Andrew Peake, uh, all of these guys that they wanted to kind of get a look at. And all of these guys that kind of they thought had higher ceilings and higher potential than Scott Harrington. And so he ended up, I believe he went on waivers actually to uh, get sent down to the AHL where he played the rest of the season with the uh, the Monsters. Uh, didn't get called up when they started losing defensemen, which surprised me a little bit, but uh, he wasn't great in the clip for the Monsters. He only had seven points in uh, 50 games for them, which is not ideal. Um, and as such, he is uh, currently a UFA and is not signed by uh, by anyone. So still still looking for a contract. There's still a chance that the Blue Jackets bring him back. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if they did. Um, I also wouldn't be surprised if he signed somewhere else, though. Um, so we're going to talk about that in, in a second, uh, talk a little bit more about kind of how important that role is for guys like Scott Harrington to, to have on a team. Uh, but first, I've got to tell you about Built Bar because there is a brand new Built Bar flavor. Uh, I'm super, super excited for it, and you should be as well. It is delicious, indulgent cookie dough covered in 100% chocolate. Built's brought back the cookie dough chunk, but they put it in puff form. Delicious marshmallow chunks of cookie dough, again, covered in 100% real chocolate. All the joys of eating the cookie dough without the hassle of making it. And it's good for you as well. They've only got 100 calories, uh, 160 calories, excuse me. They've got 15 grams of protein in them. So run to built.com to snag a box for you and the family. It will be the perfect treat. Or you can do what I do and just find a really good hiding place and hoard them for yourself. You're going to love the new cookie dough chunk puff, whether you need a snack for your workout, uh, a late night treat, or you just need to grab a quick bite. Built is the perfect protein bar, and they taste better than a candy bar. So ditch the calories, fat, and sugar, and grab yourself a Built bar. Go to Built.com, use promo code LOCKEDON15. Once again, that is LOCKEDON15 to get 15% off your order. Built.com, promo code LOCKEDON15, run, don't walk. So the seventh defenseman is a role that the Blue Jackets, I think, have done well with. Um, and honestly, if I looked into it, I'm sure that there are some other teams who have kind of done a similar thing. Having Scott Harrington in the press box um, and having a guy like Scott Harrington that is that, that exact kind of juxtaposition of good enough to be in the NHL, but not quite good enough to have a permanent spot is is a really kind of... A really hard thing to find, I feel like. Um, you know, you don't you get a lot of bubble guys that bounce up and down, and that's kind of the same thing. But Scott Harrington has never seemed like a guy that resents his role in the organization. He turns up, he practices every every practice. He's always there unless he's ill or injured or whatever, but that's the point. Um good team guy, everyone seems to like him. Uh and he gets he gets a chance to play when he gets a chance to play. Um, I think he's always looking to show 
the coaching staff that he deserves this spot. I don't think it's very much. I don't think it's a case of, oh, Scott's here. We'll just throw him in the lineup because Wierenski's injured. It's, hey, we can rely on on Scott Harrington. Uh, he shows up. He works hard. Uh, he's got a good attitude. And we need someone to plug in this hole for a couple of games at a time. And so that's kind of what Scott Harrington does. Um, old enough to, I think, probably be at his ceiling with his development, if not slightly past. Uh, he's, I think, 29, maybe 28. Uh, he just turned 29. So, you know, he's not a prospect. He's not someone who, you know, they want necessarily to send down to Cleveland to get reps. He's a guy that, for better or worse, this is what Scott Harrington is. And, um... Honestly, I think it's really solidified the Blue Jackets' defensive core the past couple of seasons. I think having a guy like that where you don't have to worry, you don't have to, you know, rush your prospects or, you know, I know um, Jake Christensen, for example, got a call-up this season, got a couple of games in, um, like the look of him. I'd be interested to see if he makes it into the mix. Um, I didn't even mention him in yesterday's episode when I talked about how deep the, the defense is on the right side. But... Um, I mean, I like Scott Harrington, especially if you're on the road and they're in uh, whatever, Vancouver or Seattle or, I don't know, uh, California. They don't have to call Cleveland to be like, hey, get so-and-so on a plane right now. We need him for tonight's game. That's Scott Harrington has eliminated that. He's the smash glass in case of emergency player. Um, and I think he's done that really, really well. And I'm surprised that the Blue Jackets didn't uh, didn't re-sign him. Honestly, even if it was for a a cheap a cheap deal, um, he was not on a ton of money. Last few seasons, um, he was making uh, he was making one point six or one point six three 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 uh, three year contract that has now expired. I think you could get him for a million. Honestly. Um, and I'm wondering if someone else is going to take that role this season. Um, I'm not sure who that's going to be, but, and again, I mentioned this a little bit in, in yesterday's episode. There are a lot of those right side defensemen that are going to be kind of clamoring for, for space. I wouldn't be surprised to see the Blue Jackets carry seven or eight defensemen all season, um, and rotate them in and out. And unfortunately, Scott Harrington, has kind of found himself on the on the end of a losing a losing battle here. Um, in a minute, we are going to talk about that a little bit more. Um, we're going to take a quick look at kind of Scott Harrington's career so far, and honestly, we'll take a look at the Blue Jackets' defense once again and see if there is uh, is room for him to uh, to slide back in there. That's all coming up next on Locked On Blue Jackets. So Scott Harrington is, and again, I've talked about this, he is the the prototypical bubble guy. Um, he didn't really make it full-time into the NHL until 2018-19, played one season, and then kind of turned back into the uh, the seventh defenseman, um, started his career with Wilkes-Barre-Granta, had a couple of games in Pittsburgh, uh, was with the Marlies for a season, and then uh, got traded to columbus so uh it's a i don't know he's again he's a perfectly serviceable bottom pairing guy on a bad team 
or on a on a not as good team. You know, I don't know that he'd be getting the um, the ice time if he was with the Colorado Avalanche, for example. Um, former second round pick, which is uh, which surprised me honestly, and that's no disrespect to, to Scott Harrington, but the way he plays his game, the way um, kind of the way I think about him is, oh yeah, this is a seventh round guy that fought to have his place in the NHL, and apparently that's not that's not how it went at all, but uh, that's kind of beside the point here. Um, I like Scott Harrington a lot. I think he's done a lot of good for this team, uh, and like I said, I wouldn't be surprised if they re-signed him. I wouldn't be surprised if he resigns somewhere else. I wouldn't be surprised if he gets uh, an AHL deal, maybe. Um, I could see him getting a, a two-way deal as well. Uh, that, you know, especially in terms of Cleveland is uh, probably going to lose some bodies this season. Um, and I think Scott Harrington could be a pretty good veteran presence on that team. It makes me feel ancient when I talk about 29-year-olds being veteran presences, but that's fine. Um, yeah, I do genuinely think that, that he has a future with the team. Um, I think it wouldn't be a terrible signing, honestly. If you can get him for, you know, I don't know, 800 to 900K one way and then pay him, I don't even know how the minor salary works, but pay him a lot less to be in the minors, uh, I could see that working out very well. If you need him, you can call him up. And uh, he's, again, break glass in case of emergency. If you need him, you need him. I think he's a good guy to have in case you need him. But I can also, you know, looking at the Blue Jackets in general, he uh, it'll be it'll be interesting to see how the defense shakes out. Uh, he's actually a left defenseman, so uh, there's a little bit more wiggle room there for for Harrington in terms of space, just because there's only uh, two, maybe three. Left defensemen that are, you know, NHL ready on the, the team right now. Obviously, Wierenski, uh, Gavrikov is also a lefty. And then apparently Jake Bean and Gavin Beruther can play either or. Um, and then, you know, uh, off-roster guys, we have... Um, Matejuk is a lefty. Uh, he's really the only guy that I could see maybe getting... Getting some games in. Uh, Chris, uh, Jake Christensen plays both sides, um, and then you go. You know, you got guys like Knazko and Svozil. I don't think they will be in the NHL this season. But the point, the point remains, there is, I think, space for Harrington to be on this team. I don't know if it's right now though. Um, so I don't think we will see him in a Blue Jackets sweater. This uh, this coming season, they just have too many defensemen at the minute. I don't think it makes sense to re-sign him. I could see why they would, and I think a very good argument could be made for re-signing him, but I don't think they do. I think the Gabranson signing especially, I think, is pretty indicative of what Kekalainen and, uh, and kind of what Brad Larson think of their defense core at the minute. I feel like they've brought Gabranson in to kind of be the Scott Harrington and the Andrew Peake and the David Savard and, you know, all of these things um, and then pay him a ridiculous amount of money to do so. Um, I promise I'm not going to just dunk on Erica Branson in every single defenseman review. I promise I'm not. Uh, this is two in a row. I know it looks like a pattern, but it's fine. But I'm not going to do that. Um, I'm going to finish by giving Scott Harrington a grade. I realized I didn't give Andrew Peake a grade yesterday. Um, I'm giving him a, a B. I'll give Andrew Peake a B. Uh, Scott Harrington, I'm giving him an incomplete. I gave a couple of forwards incompletes. Uh, he only played seven games. 
for the Blue Jackets. Um, he did his role. You know, he was fine, um, unnoticeable mostly, which I think is what you want from your third pairing defenseman. But he just didn't play enough games. Um, and unfortunately, I don't think he made as much of an impact on the Monsters as he could have done. Uh, the Monsters really needed some stabilizing, and I don't know that he offered that to them. I didn't watch many Monsters games as I watched Blue Jackets games, but there were very few times where I was like, oh, hey, there's Scott Harrington, and I feel like if you're an NHL-ready guy, you should be showing up in the AHL. Um, so that's that's a little review for Scott Harrington. Um, tomorrow, we're not going to have a new episode because we're still on three a week. Uh, so the next episode will be Wednesday, and we're going to be talking about uh, Gavin Bayreuther, who uh, is another interesting interesting fellow for the blue jackets future um he's a ufa after this season so we'll see uh, we'll see where that goes we'll talk about that on wednesday um i've been jay foster you can find me on twitter at lo underscore blue jackets it's the podcast twitter i keep doing that you can find me at underscore jacob foster j-a-k-o-b-f-o-r-s-d-e-r you can find the podcast at the address i just said lo underscore blue jackets if you have comments questions criticisms you can email me at locked on blue jackets at gmail.com Thank you once again for making this your first listen of the day every day. Locked on Blue Jackets is free and available on all podcast platforms, and we're also over on YouTube. Uh, I appreciate you making us your first listen of the day or your second listen of the day or your last listen of the day. Uh, I just appreciate you coming to hang out with me for 20 or so minutes. And uh, until Wednesday, make sure you stay locked on.